your girl, Hana. And Brenda. This is episode six of Two Broke Putas. Oh, damn. I'm so... (laughs) (laughs) She's like apart or like across from me right now. And usually we're always sitting next to each other. But she's across from me. I just see like big old breastuses. I'm sorry. (laughs) But damn. I flopped them out today. put them away. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) It's like you're teasing me or something. Um... Anywho. <laughs> so yeah, so today is going to be a pretty special episode for me. By the time this episode gets released out to you guys, it is going to be the day after my mom's birthday. So February is a little bit of a difficult month for me. It's my mom's birthday and it's also the same month that she passed away. This year will mark 11 years that we've been without her. Till this day, it's still pretty hard. Brenda either is gonna laugh or she's gonna cry because when she's in very awkward situations, she'll she laughs. <laughs> I already knew it. I'm so sorry. Oh no, she seems like a lovely woman, and I'm I'm being very serious about that. I know it sounds really sarcastic. With my mom, she it was definitely somebody very important to me. You know, she was a single mom for most of her life with us, and with me and my siblings together, there's four of us. So I mean, how that lady raised the four of us on her own till this day, I still don't even know. I mean, we yes, we struggled. Yes, she wasn't perfect in any way but she was perfect in her own way i mean um she definitely left a lot of memories behind in a lot of different people and so you know i i was thinking about this episode and i reached out to a lot of people to see you know what memories they had of her and a lot of people all had good things to say you know they say that they missed her smile they missed her laugh and then they just missed her personality altogether she was definitely a strong personality but yeah you know my mama and so we actually have a special guest today with us we have a very very special guest and Yay! I'm sorry, I had to. So today's special guest is actually my best friend from high school. His name is Guillermo. Guillermo, you want to say hi? Hello, everybody. First time caller, long time listener. So happy to be here. (laughs) So today is actually two broke putas and a puto. So welcome to the team. Finally, I made it in life. How me and Guillermo actually met, we met back in my junior year in high school um, out at North Garland. Um, Hater. She went to Garland. Garland. Yeah, Yeah. we're rivals. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Guillermo met back in our junior year. And I remember I met Guillermo at our junior junior year homecoming game. And I was with a group of friends and they introduced me to Guillermo. And me and Guillermo actually started talking. And we exchanged phone numbers. And I remember one night I was actually talking to Guillermo on the phone. And me being the puta that I am. She was a little she was a little hot to trot. Yeah. I was I was basically hitting on Guillermo and I was telling Guillermo to come Bro. over and to sneak into my window. I mean like the whole shebang. Like I was. I was trying I was being super flirty. Super Girl, flirty. I was. I was. I was trying to bark up his tree. Guillermo came in and uh, my tree is not just one color, my tree is all colors. 
<laughs> so she was, um, yeah, she wasn't getting anywhere. And I had to just come out and say, girl, really. He told me he was like, after he, you know, I was being like persistent and like trying to get him to come over. He just got quiet and he was like, actually, I got a conversation starter for you. And then that's when he told me I was barking up his colorful tree. <laughs> he, he wasn't going my way. Did that humble you? I didn't know what to say. I tell you, I kid, kid you not. I was like, that's the first time that's ever happened to me. I mean, it really humbled me. I was like, oh. You want a t-shirt? <laughs> no, I did. I kind of did. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, stop. You did not. I did. I was like, are you sure? I was like, I was like, like you're I bullshitting. Like, no. I was still trying to convince him to come over. And he was like, mm, no. He's like, if you don't believe me, he was like, you know, meet me under the stairs at school. And he was like, and I'll show you who I'm talking to. And his your boyfriend hey we we dated for a little bit we talked yeah it was on the step team for the school and so um i thought guillermo was full of shit after school what were you like i need to see you kiss him <laughs> i did i think i did i told oh you god. I, I was such a denial <laughs> oh my god and so i met i met him up after school and sure enough he introduced me to his boyfriend at the time and yeah i got to see it were right you, there in front of me were you like were you full-blown just bent each other over right there at school <laughs> <laughs> is this enough proof is this enough proof <laughs> She's probably like, no, it's fine. Now try on me. <laughs> no, after that, I, it, it definitely like shut me the fuck up. And then, yeah, you gotta. You but gotta. hold on, I, I'll tell you this much though. Guillermo still wasn't like fully out at that time. Uh-huh. So I took full advantage of that. I'm mean? like, okay. She was my beard. <gasps> yes! I've, I've always wanted to be a beard. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm sorry. But I have like a lot of gay friends and like it upsets me no oh my god no that's so stupid but like i just always wanted to be a beard for someone and like as soon as i don't know they would tell me like you're the only person i told and i was like oh my god love that and i'm like oh i'll pretend to be your girlfriend or something and they're like oh no and then they come out literally the next week and i'm like son of a bitch i should have met you sooner because like i don't know i just feel like it would have been like the best experience especially all throughout high school but a lot of my other friends were beards and i was like it's because i'm not white and blonde that's what it was because a lot of the beards were like literally beautiful girls and i was like oh i was a little ugly so yeah i was just like i get it i look more manly than anything so it would just be like i didn't even know that was the fucking term beard yeah (laughs) well for those who don't know a beard is a gay man's cover Mm -hmm. for a girlfriend Mm -hmm. that hasn't come out yet yes Mm-hmm. The gay boys playing straight, their girlfriends would be beards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've always, like, I was so jealous of all the girls. So I was just like, I, I remember <laughs> we were we would go through school and we were we would pretend that we were together. I mean, he would literally full walk on me. made yeah. out. No, we would not. We did. No, no we did. We, didn't we had to. We had to not make out, but we did have to have a uh, a kiss. Yes, because he would, I mean, he did the full <gasps> boyfriend experience. Tell me about this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There is, okay, hold on. There is like a time where like you were, you were walking in the hall or something. He wasn't completely out. And then they were like, oh, give her a kiss on the cheek or like something. They That's were pressuring it. me. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Stop. I've heard this. <laughs> That's crazy. 
full circle. It's coming. Yes, <laughs> they were. They would pressure us like to because. Like I said, he would do like the whole full boyfriend thing. Like, he would walk hand. me to class. Yeah. We'd hold hands. We would, you know, we were always together. Yeah. And then one day they were like, we've never seen you guys kiss. Like, we want you guys to kiss. And then so he kissed me on the cheek and I gave him a kiss on the cheek. Uh -huh. And then they were like, no, like full on. <laughs> and then I remember <laughs> he looked at me and I looked at him and we're like, ooh. And we just like puckered up. And then he was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Stop it, stop it. I think we did do like a quick peck real quick. It was it was a quick one, yes. It was a very quick peck and we're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> oh my god. You see, I was never the beard. I was just the duff for like a lot of my friends. What the fuck is a duff? Where does this term come <laughs> from? Duff is a dumb or like <laughs> dumb, ugly, fat friend of me. Oh my goodness. No, oh. like truly, truly, I was the duff for a lot of Like I would make solid like fives look like tens. Like, you know, like I was stand next to me, I'll make you look good, girl. Was you I a duff? Me. You want me in your corner. You you were not a duff. I was. I definitely was. I mean kinda of like that's just a puta. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean with the, with mine and Guillermo's relationship, I mean, after during that time, he uh, he ended up becoming my best friend. I mean, he was always at, at my house. We were always together. I mean, this one literally had seen me in all shapes and forms. What do you mean? Like Positions. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on. Oh my god. Sex. Like, was he? In, were he in the same room? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo would come spend the night sometimes. Uh -huh. And me being the fucking puta that I am. Oh my god, I forgot it happened twice. Did oh it happen god. twice? Yes. With who? Uh, me and my tent. <gasps> oh, it did happen twice. What? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, like, you would be in the room. Or, like... So, this, the, the, the first time... I think that was the first time. Chino was the first time, right? Ye yes, at your house. Not East Atlas. No, that okay. was... So the first time he came to spend the night at my house, because I think you went out to a party. Yeah. And you didn't want to go home late or something. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, can I come spend the night at your house? And mm -hmm. I asked my mom, and my mom said, yeah, I was fine. So Guillermo came over. So I think that's when the light bulb actually went off, and she was like, I already have somebody there. So if my door is locked, I can just bring somebody else over. <laughs> And I was dating this this, this guy at the time. In your mom's innocent little mind, she was like, "Oh, like they can't do anything bad if like Guillermo's there. Like someone else is gonna be in the room. They're not gonna do anything." Yeah, because she knew she already knew Guillermo. She had already seen us yeah. like full on that night. I ended up telling my boyfriend at the time. I was like, "Hey," I was like, "Come over." And so I told Guillermo, I was like, "I'm inviting Chino over." I was like, "So, um, just giving you a heads up." I didn't and, think he knew I was there, right? No, he didn't. He didn't know until he got there. Because, I mean, we didn't really have cell phones back then. Uh -huh. It was just the house phone. And so Guillermo was sleeping on the floor. And I think you were kind of drunk anyway. But I think it was already wearing off. <laughs> and so I told Guillermo, I was like, just a heads up. Like, I'm going to do my thing. What? She, what? Tell, she said, go lay in your corner and you go to sleep. <laughs> and the thing was, I had a full-on, like, ceiling-to-floor mirror for my closet doors. <laughs> so there's no safe place to look. <laughs> so we were on my bed. Me and Chino started doing our thing, and then I remember I I asked Guillermo afterwards. I was like, "Did you see me?" He's like, mm, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> I mean, he he saw, he heard. Like, I 
had no shame in my game. She said, it happens when it happens. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and then afterwards, the second time, I was dating this guy in East Dallas. I would take the dart train over there. You were committed for some dick. I you was very committed. To- well, Guillermo lived literally like what? Three streets away? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. It was like he lived like three streets away from me. So basically what Guillermo would do, I had him come over. And my parents, mm-hmm. because I was so bad uh-huh. and they knew I was sneaking out, but they hadn't caught me like in the act, uh-huh. they put screws on my window. Okay. And so it would prevent me to sneaking out. Okay. And so I would hide a screwdriver in the dirt outside. I remember this. And I told Guillermo, I was like, hey, I need you to come over to the house and I need you to unscrew the screws on my window. And I was like, and I'm going to go to the dart station to go take the, the dart train and the bus out to go see East Dallas. Mm-hmm. So he did. He came over. He unscrewed my window. He walked me to the dart station. Aww. He, he yeah, walked me that this night. This time I did. And then he was like, I'm not going to leave you by yourself because you're going to East Dallas. He said, I'm going to go with you. So he got on the train with me and we, we, we took the train, took the bus out to East Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then we meet up with East Dallas out there. Mm-hmm. And then Guillermo was supposed to catch the very last bus back to the train station so he can get back to Garland. Uh-huh. Well, we did not check the timing right. Uh-huh. And so as we were walking out, the bus, the, the bus was already starting to take off. So there goes Guillermo running after the bus. I kid you not, he ended up losing a shoe. <laughs> no, 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 don't you? We, no, we... We made the bus on time uh-huh. and like they were, you guys are standing on the other side of the street uh-huh. and I was standing at the bus stop and then I'm looking down and I see the bus coming. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I'll wait for the bus. It's almost here. I look up and I go wave uh-huh. to her and him because I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. And then I'm waving and the bus literally just passes right by me. Oh, just like- <laughs> yeah. And I look, I'm like... I just what see him go like this, like. The and then bus? I look at down. I look down at the bus that keeps driving to the stoplight down the street, and I look back at Alana, and then I look back at the bus, and I'm like, "Shit, I can catch it because it's right at the light." So I take off running, and this is at the time when you know tying your shoes was not cool. Yeah. And so I take off running, and my shoe comes off. I, I was debating whether I needed the shoe or not, but I went back and got it, uh-huh. <laughs> and I took off for the bus, and there it goes, passes the stoplight, and I just turn around and look at Alana, and she just busted out laughing. <laughs> So we both get stuck at East Dallas apartment in the middle of, was it Gaston somewhere? <laughs> Carol? Some, something like that. And so we're just stuck there for the night because that was the last bus because to the train stop. Because he waved. The bus thought that he was telling them like to go. And in reality, he was waving bye to me. And the bus just see him go like this. And I'm like, go. And he starts running after the bus. So what time did y'all end up going home? Well, so we stayed the night at East Dallas's house, and again, East Dallas, basically, his bed was in the living room. Oh my god. <laughs> he had, like, a little tent there. And so I told Guillermo, I told Guillermo, go sleep in the tent. <laughs> and um, me and East Dallas started to do our thing, and Guillermo was in the tent. I literally had pictures of Guillermo poking his head out through the tent and, like, waving at me. <laughs> But at least she was considerate. So they said that they went down to the floor. But then I was like, yeah, I know, because I could feel everything that was happening on the floor. <laughs> oh my fucking goodness. Why would you do that? Because she was like, the bed makes we too much noise. We did the bathroom too. Oh my god. <laughs> 
we went to the bathroom and then we, we said we're gonna go to bed and then the bed was making too much noise so i didn't want to make Guillermo uncomfortable so we went to the floor but little did i know he was feeling like all the movement on the floor. <laughs> but um oh sorry <laughs> But yeah, um, so he's been with me. We well, we ended up getting we ended up going back at like six o'clock in the morning. Uh, no, it was earlier than that. We I think we caught like the first one. It's like five something. Because we had to yeah. be back at the house by six. Yeah. And my we stopped by my my house because it's on the way back to Alana's house from the train station. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna snag my dad's car keys and I'll drive you home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get to there, gonna start climbing through the window. And my dad's asleep in the living room. Really? Yeah. Oh no. I can't make it in. So I was like, oh, we're walking. Sorry. <laughs> and then we get to my house and my stepdad was outside with my grandpa loading up the lawnmower and stuff. Uh-huh. And so I told Guillermo, I was like, fuck, like, we're going to get caught. Like, I'm dead. Like, uh-huh. at this point, I'm dead. And then luckily, my stepdad went back inside and I guess he was having breakfast or whatever. So the Guillermo had to take me back to the window. And I, my window was, was like, I'm short. Uh-huh. So my, the window came up to like under my boob. Mm-hmm. I couldn't jump that. So it's like, you're going to have to lift me. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we, I kid you not, how the fuck we didn't get caught? I don't know, because we were loud. So I told him, I was like, get down like on your hands and knees. So I was like, get <laughs> jump on top of <laughs> And, um, and so he had to he had to help me get back into the window because he had to screw my window back together and he had to put the screwdriver oh, back what did you do after that did you end up getting caught after that uh you know i don't remember i, don't uh, remember I think i made it home i made it through my window because i my room was in the back kind of away from everybody uh so i think i made it through my window either that or i just walked in through the front door because i like i didn't care you know rebellious teen at the mm-hmm. time so i was like oh so but no i don't really i don't really remember i know that when i got home i laid down and i was like that was an adventure <laughs> and then i like, kid you not like maybe a minute or two like right after guillermo left mm-hmm. my mom came knocking on the door she's like nicolasa like, wake up and she was like you're not gonna be sleeping all day and she was like you need to wake up and she was like don't think why are you so tired why are you so tired she was like did you not sleep last night what were you doing mm-hmm. she was like let me find out that you're sneaking out she was like, in one of these days, she was like, I'm going to catch you. Did she ever she, catch you? No. Oh. But she would tell me, she was like, if I ever go into your room and you're not there, and she was like, and I find out that you snuck out, she was like, I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to try to find you. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm going to sit on the bench because I had a bench outside mm-hmm. right in front of the tree. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to sit on the bench and I'm going to wait for you. And she was like, and that way when you pull up to the house, she was like, I'm going to grab you by your hair and I'm going to beat your ass. And so I always feared my mom sitting on that bench outside waiting for me. But you know, luckily I was not caught. I think she did start catching on though so i remember one time we i think i was sneaking into your window at one point and she was like don't forget to fix the flowers because my mom like she sees them so pick them up because i think she made a comment to alana one time she was like it looked like somebody stepped on my flowers (laughs) so my mom was very big on gardening Mm -hmm. she had her plants that she like her vegetables that she planted on the side of the house Mm -hmm. and then in the front of the house she had like her flowers and but she was very specific about her elephant ear plants and she planted those right in front of my window. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Because the thing is, with those fucking plants, once you step on them, mm -hmm. they don't come back up. Really? They don't come back up. And mm -hmm. so, because I was sneaking out all the time, mm -hmm. or people were sneaking in, those plants were not reviving. I mean, they kept dying and dying. And obviously, you could tell somebody stepped on them because, I mean, they were like todo flat. <laughs> and so, my mom told me, she was like, Nicolás, I know you're coming out of that window. I said, no, I'm not. And she was I'd like, like, how, mom? And she took me outside and she was like, do you see this? She was like, you see these plants? And she was like, they're all stepped on and they're not coming back up, which means that they've been stepped on. And she was like, which means either A, you're sneaking out or B, she was like, somebody's coming in. She was like, vale más de colasa. She was like, I better not find out. And I was like, no, I was like, your plants are just dying. And she was like, how you is it that, <laughs> she was like, how is it that the rest of the flower bed, she was like, is perfect. All my plants are fine. Just the ones by your window are the ones that are dying. I would have been like, because I have bad energy, girl. I know. I told her, I was like, I don't know. I was like, maybe the dirt. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was like, but. And they thought with the screws in the window that was going to stop me, and it, it didn't. It didn't. Your kitty's too friendly. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to go out on adventure. Because we were calling the guys, I would tell the guys that would come over, I'm like, you got to unscrew my window. There's a screwdriver here. <laughs> One guy bent the screen, and like, it was like all popped and like wanga. And I was like, I remember I cried. I was like, you stupid ass. I was like, my parents are going to know. I was like, no, the screen won't stay. Did they find out? I switched the screen. I switched the screen. I, I found another window in the house that was the same size as mine. Mm -hmm. And I switched the screen. Whenever my mom and my stepdad were there, they took off to like Walmart for groceries or something. And, and I like yes, I went. I found the fucking window real quick. Unscrewed it. Moved that screen to the back. And then I brought the back screen up there. So it looked like my screen was never touched. And then my mom, she found the, the back screen. And she was like, who fucked up the screen here in the back? And then I was like, I don't know. I was no, like, it's probably your, Grandpa. Like, blame your son, blame... He, there's other people in the house, I don't know. I was like, Grandpa's the one that's always out there fucking with the opening the windows. Like, it was him. Because my Grandpa was a big alcoholic, and so she was, like, yelling at him. <laughs> it oh was me. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a little mighty Grandma's <laughs> We were bad. So you got to uh, experience Elena's mom feel like, well, more, I guess, or like a bit? How long, like, did you live with your mom? I was like with my mom. Um, so growing up, I was with my mom the whole time up until about third grade. Third mm -hmm. grade, like I like I had said in, in one of our last episodes, she, she was going through a situation and she ended up just dropping us off at yeah. Corpus Christi with my grandma. After that, I went with my dad. And I was with my dad for a little bit, but then she ended up getting custody back for me. Mm -hmm. So by like fifth grade, mm -hmm. I was back with her. So between third and fifth, I wasn't with her. Fifth grade, I was with her up until seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Seventh grade, she got arrested. And then, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, seventh grade, she got arrested. And then I went to go back to live with my dad. And she got out whenever, uh, a few months later. She was only in there for a few months. And then she, I moved back with her. So then from that point on, for the rest of my life, I was with her up until... I moved out, but like at 18, right? Yeah, I moved out when I was 18. <laughs> yes, so I was. I mean, it was always me and her. Mm -hmm. So he was always at the house, and I was always with him. So you were like the other child. Pretty much from that <laughs> would like mid junior year to graduation. Pretty yeah, much. It was, after I graduated, I moved in with Gross. Gross. I moved in with Gross. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> I moved in with Gross. Uh, <laughs> 
right whenever I turned 18, which is right after graduation. And then even then you were with someone at that time. And yeah. So after graduation, I, you know, took off. Yeah. We both started to go our separate ways after that. Like living with your significant others. Yeah. I mean, we still kept in touch. I mean, we still hung out. Every, every so often, you know. Alana's significant other took her to Dallas. Mine took me to Mexico. Holy so. really shit, Mexico! <laughs> oh my god! Yes, he would fucking send me pictures, and he called me from Mexico. So like, were you on like a lunch or something? No, we lived in Cancun, so we were like. Yeah. So like on a resort type of thing. Eh, we were 15 minutes from the beach. This motherfucker sent me pictures from the damn pyramid. How? So what happened with that? Mm. It's a it's a long story. Bullet point. Um, let's start from the beginning. Cheating, breakup. Oh. Cheating, breakup, relationship. Sounds like my last. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fighting, breakup. How long were we all together for? Seven years. What was Damn, was it that long? Yeah, because I think I started was seventeen, going to be eighteen, oh. and we were on and off. Up until like what twenty? I think I was twenty. 23, 24, somewhere around there. Yeah, I was with mine. Uh, we were together for five years. Okay. Um, and basically, same thing. Like, it was, it was bad. I wish I would have fucked his brother. Yeah. Well, like, his brother. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, have y'all ever, like, met your... Okay, you're already in a relationship with your boyfriend, and then you meet his friends. And then you're like, dang, I got the wrong one. Yes, that's <laughs> literally what happened with my ex. Like, it was, you know, it was good. And then, like, a month or two, like, where I was getting serious, I met his brother, and he was like, oh, this is my brother. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Um, he was just like, oh, yeah. A lot of the girls that I talked to stopped talking to me and tried to talk to my brother. And I was like, that's so crazy. <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> um, What's his Twitter? Um, but yeah, he's kind of fine. If you're listening to this, <laughs> just know. I'll keep, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But I would, I would have like left his brother. I really would have. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. <laughs> um. So like, are you with anyone now? I am. Uh... <gasps> How is that? We are gonna be so mad at me. Uh, 2016, we actually started talking when I was living in Austin. We've been together ever since. Holy shit! So that's like close to okay. Three years is ten years. So that's in in September will be seven years. Oh my god! Stop. Are you engaged? Uh, not yet. You need to propose, or else I will. I mean, I'm at that point right now, honestly. I've been with mine for, oh my god, going on four years this year. And I'm waiting for a ring. I'm waiting. I need it for validation. (laughs) It is all that. I want to have my wedding already, man. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I really want to get married. It's okay. I feel like a whore right now. Premarital, you know, because it's just all back to work. (laughs) I'm saving the whole for my marriage. I'm just kidding. Our listeners are getting very like <laughs> graphic details. I'm sorry. I was just kidding. It was just a joke. Sorry. <laughs> How do we segue back? <laughs> so going back, uh, like I said, sorry. we've been friends for a long time. So I don't know. The back door called me. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? The back door thing was because it get, it's like the marriage thing where they're like, oh, like waiting for like someone to like my what is it? Oh my god. I'm waiting for my wedding night to consummate the marriage. Like you know, have you? Ever I've heard s- of that. Yeah, and like there's even like a it's like a you know the the whitest kids you know like that sketch 
comedy thing. There's like a girl version of that and they literally did, <laughs> they did a song and it was basically like, I don't want to give it up in the hole because I'm not a whore, but you can fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus. That's literally the lyrics. Like, I've, I've heard the song. Yes, yes. yes. She's like, fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus. Yeah, and like, it's a whole entire, that's where I got the thing from. I love that song, by the way. Yeah, I felt that. It's my core. I'm like, yes, Jesus. I mean, like, oh, but I say my boyfriend's name instead. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. How, like, do how, would you, how would your mom feel about this conversation? Actually, she was very open. My mom was very open. Yeah. So, like, I would have these kind of conversations with her. Um, <laughs> a matter of fact, whenever I was pregnant, at the end of my my third trimester mm-hmm. and me and my son's dad well anyway so we had sex and whenever we finished i remember he was laying down mm-hmm. and he had like basically like green mucus like all over his stomach Why? and i remember I, he goes what the fuck is this and i remember like i said i would have these conversations with my mom uh-huh. like you know if anything ever happened like that so i called her i was like ma i was like i go we just sex. yeah I was like we just finished I go having sex I was like and now I go he has like green mucus like all over him like is that bad like what does that mean do I have an infection mm-hmm. and she I remember her being like oh my god and she was like the baby's coming and I go what are you talking about and she goes mija she was like that's your mucus plug and she was like you just lost your mucus plug I said what the fuck is a mucus plug she said it's like basically like a wall before mm-hmm. you get to the baby sack and so losing that means the baby's already about to, like, you can have the baby at any time. How long did, like, after that did you have? It could be, like, a, like a week or two. I ended up getting induced after that. So it's not like my water broke. But basically, after you lose a mucus plug, your your water can break at any time. It could be a week. It could be days. You don't know. And I remember I was like, so that's my mucus plug? And she goes, yes. And she was like, I'm so excited, mama. And then, um... You know, my son's dad was like, what the fuck? And he was like, and he was like, so what is this? And I was like, my mom said that it's the mucus plug. I was like, that means the baby's coming. And he was like, so grossed out. And he fucking went to go shower really quick. And then Let me wash my dick off. <laughs> like, literally, it didn't dawn on me that I had just literally told my mom, like, hey, I just finished banging my son's dad, you know? Like, I was like, but no, she was excited. And she was like, Mija, the baby's coming. She's like, I'm so excited. She was like, I'm going to start packing my bags. I'm going to go stay at the house. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, Ma, like, calm down, calm down. So what's the memory you have of her? Uh, she was just very straightforward. Like, she did not sugarcoat it. She, she had something to say. She was definitely going to let you know. Mom was just very blunt. One of the times we were, uh, you know, I was dating, dating the guy that I was with in high school. Cancun. Yeah. Um, was it Cancun? <laughs> it was Cancun. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and I'm over at Alana's house, and I'm stressing because it's we're in one of those cheating phases. Okay. And so I'm, like, talking to Alana about it and Alana's mom and stomach is killing me mm-hmm. and so she's like here drink this so she has Alana go get a mysterious tablet they have no idea what it is <laughs> and a cup of water and she puts it in there and it starts fizzing and I'm like I'm not drinking that <laughs> she's like no you need to drink it it'll help you feel better and so I think we go back and forth for like five minutes and I'm like I'm not drinking this in the some in there somewhere I'm like start to cry because I'm stressed about oh, life yeah, yeah. And then I'm stressed about drinking this mysterious drink that she gives me and I'm like I'm not drinking that and then through the tears, I finally take a drink of this thing, and it's oh, it's not bad. 
bad. <laughs> so I finished the whole thing, and she just kind of, she's just like, see, what are you, what are you scared for? <laughs> it was Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Literally just Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Why didn't you just say it? Like, it was Alka-Seltzer. I think she did. Oh. I, would, I did, but because he had never taken Alka-Seltzer before, he just saw this Fizzy. tablet fizzy, and like the water, like, you know, getting cloudy, and he was like, I'm not drinking yeah. that. Then I'm like, I'm the biggest baby with medicine, like liquid medicines like that i can't do it i can't do the liquid medicines it is disgusting give me the pills so i i just saw medicine and she put it in the water and i was like i'm not drinking that no fuck no and then i drank it he yeah so like he he was there he got to see a lot of her and how i mean i was always in trouble um i was always getting into trouble with her i mean all the time i wasn't getting pretty much she was always yelling at me because i was one of the favorites so she never yelled at me yeah so when he, he even when he were he was at the house she would still get on to me oh i felt that and she she didn't care if he was there she did not care if you were my friend she didn't care she she would just like play nice uh-huh. but then like the minute you guys walked out the door like it was my ass oh. but she would still get on to me in front of you yeah. so you knew i fucked up and i was in trouble and it would be very awkward for you that you'd want to go home yeah so she would do that no there's uh there's one of my friends that we i grew up with i literally lived at her house for like a while but uh her mom like beat her up in front of me and i was like all right so i'm going home uh so yeah it could be that like you know it happens and uh, i actually stayed the night that night because i was like oh it's kind of raining it's because i live like down the road from her and i usually walked home where her parents would take me but like you got her ass beat and then the mom was mad and i was like how do i say like hey can you ride and it was raining so i was just like oh i'm just gonna stay here i literally <laughs> just stayed on the couch like this i was like did you ever feel awkward at the house no not like fully awkward but there were i think there were times when i was just like should i should i go should i stay um should i not go should i stay um but no not really like it was always um it was all very welcomed to there that and i kind of went for your brother so it was like my little brother no Brenda actually had to dip out and go visit some family members. At the end of the day, my mom was my best friend. She definitely meant a lot to me. We have a lot of crazy memories and those I will always cherish. You know, even Guillermo was actually there for one of them. I was dating this guy and I met him in high school and Guillermo actually got to meet him and was around him. I think we started dating in the summer and We'll call him KFC. <laughs> and me and KFC met in, in, in school. Once summer started, we became like head over heels for each other. I mean, we were always meeting up. Mm, I remember we yes. would go always to his house, to his job. Yeah. We went to his house a few times. I remember that. Do you remember anything at his house? Yeah, it was really, it was kind of small. It was small. Yeah. And then I think, um, I think he picked you up one time when we went over there. Because neither of us had a car. Did he have So it was car? like, yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, I think he did. Like a little Honda or something like that. No, because my mom was always taking him to work in the van. Was she? Yeah, we would go pick him up from work and go drop him off. Where did the car come from? <laughs> <laughs> So 
I dated KFC and, and uh, like I said, Guillermo was always around. And my mom was actually very fond of KFC. I'm actually, my sister was too, I found out. Not as fond as me. No. I, I think at one point, Alana's mom was like, you two should guys should just get together already. She was. She was like, why don't you just guys get married? Yeah, pretty much. You live your <laughs> life. And she was like, and he can live his. But at the end of the day, at least you know he's never going to go anywhere. <laughs> so she she was fond of him. And we like I said, she would pick him up from work and take him home. And then even on his birthday, she took me to this bakery out there in Garland. And I remember we got him this big uh, chocolate cake. And she took me to his house. And we went to go give it to him and surprised him with it for his birthday. Then there was one time where you were there when we had that party party for my niece and my nephew it was like a water party the hawaiian theme yes you know i actually just found a picture of that the other day did you i think it's from that i'll have to look it up and i'll send it to you later but i, I really think it's from that because i can't figure out where we were <laughs> in the picture so i was like i think this is at alana's house was it me and you <sighs> Who's in the picture? Just me. You know, I was conceited, so I was like, If you my had picture, a gray muscle shirt on... I think that's what it was. And there was a bounce house in the background? Yes. Then yes, that was the Hawaiian party. Oh, uh, okay. Then yeah, that's what it was. So that day, um, KFC was actually at the house, and he was helping us get ready for the party. Like, blowing up water balloons, because we had like this full-on watered uh, Hawaiian-themed party for my niece and my nephew. And um, so he was there, and I remember my mom came in, and she was like you need to feed him and she was like you're his girlfriend and how are how do you expect to be a wife one day if you don't even know how to cook and i remember i was so embarrassed i was like mom like stop like he doesn't need to know that i don't know how to cook and she was like make him something and she went outside and i was like fine like i have to make you lunch and so i made him spaghettios and i gave him a cup of kool-aid I was going to say, not the top ramen, but <laughs> no, it's SpaghettiOs. It was SpaghettiOs. <laughs> it was SpaghettiOs. I made him SpaghettiOs. I remember he was very appreciative of it. But fast forward, me and KFC ended up breaking up because they found out that he cheated on me. Well, KFC, like I said, he actually graduated a year before me, went to the same high school together. And um, he had given me his graduation ring to wear at school. And I would wear it on a necklace. And I would I would have that with me all the time. But then whenever I found out he cheated, I was like, I'm not fucking giving it back to him. Like, he gave it to me. That's mine. Why I wanted to keep the fucking ring? I don't know. But I fought for that ring. And he would like blow up my phone. And he would tell me like, hey, like I want my ring back. And I'm like, no. And at that point, I was dating Chino. And I remember KFC would show up after school when we would all stand there. And then Chino was right there. And I would show off like, oh, yeah, I'm with Chino. And we'll go... KFC, like I said, had a good relationship with my mother that he ended up calling my mom. I don't know exactly how the conversation went down. All I know is that I got text messages from my mom during school and said that I better get my ass home straight after school because KFC was stopping by the house and I was going to give him back the ring. And I said, no, he gave that to me. I'm not giving it back. And she was like, Nicolasa, like, I'm not asking you. She said, I'm going to pick you up at the car wash across the street. You're going to go home. KFC is going to come over and you're gonna give him that ring in front of me and i remember i was pissed and she was like after that you're grounded she was like because who are you to be keeping the ring <laughs> 
And I was so mad. I got so mad at him. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to call my mom? <laughs> and so he showed up to the house after after school. She picked me up. And I remember he showed up. I was pissed. I was like, I don't even want to fucking see you. Like, you called my mom. And my mom was like, Nicolasa, I already told you. She was like, go get the ring. And she's like, and give it back to him. And so I went into my room. And I was like, I can't find it. And my mom's like, bullshit, you can't find it. She was like, pull it out of there. So I finally did. And I had to stand in the living room in front of her and give him the ring back and then she decided to make conversation with him like hey how's your day going and i was pissed and i was like i want him to leave and i think she did it on purpose but i don't doubt that yeah. it's probably was one of the days because i used to catch rides home with you sometimes uh-huh. and this is probably one of the ones i did not catch a ride and i'm kind of sad that i didn't because i would have wanted to see all of this happening <laughs> you would have laughed you would have laughed because i mean i was pissed i was like how are you gonna take his side like i'm your daughter and i just told you like he cheated on me and yet you're still gonna take his side no i would be like no for real i need that back those are expensive We're like three, four hundred dollars yeah. back then. Why did I? Why would I want to keep that? I don't know. I really don't. But I wanted it. I mean, like it's a little trinket. <laughs> like I dated him. <laughs> like the cause the, the other bitch that he cheated on me with worked at KFC too. I just wanted to show off. Like yeah, he gave me the ring and not you. But we're on good terms now. So he knows who he is and we're all good now. We've grown up since then. But yes, like my my mom was very fond of him. I think he was one of the ones that my mom was very fond of. She was fond of everybody. She definitely opened up to your friends really easy. She didn't like East Dallas. Yeah, but this is like your age group. (laughs) People we know. (laughs) Not 20-something-year-olds. With tattoos Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> like I said, she she was uh, she was definitely one of a kind. That's one thing I do miss about her. You know, um, like I said, she she was a single mom for the longest, and I don't know how she did it on her own. And you know, when I gave birth to Bentley, I first thing I did was and I called her for every every little thing, every little thing. Like Bentley, like if Bentley wasn't pooping right, I called her. Or Bentley didn't go to sleep that night, I called her and I would cry or I would laugh with her. I doubt, I don't know how to cook. And I would have to call her and be like, Ma, how do I cook? You know, because whenever I got with Bentley's dad, I didn't know shit about life. I really didn't. Like, even though I lived with Gross before mm-hmm. then, like, um, Gross told me that he remembers her. Mm-hmm. And basically how she, like I said, whenever I say she was my best friend, I she would actually go and like help me like escape. Because Gross would sit there and tell me like I couldn't go out to the club. Or I couldn't go out to different places. And because my mom taught me and my sister to be like very prideful, Mm. she had told us to stand our ground, to be firm and to stand up for ourselves. Like you don't let a man just like walk all over you. And whenever I lived with Gross, he did try to control me. And so whenever I would tell him like, yeah, I want to go out to the club. And then he would be like, no, you're not going. I call my mom. And my mom was my getaway ride. Mom, help me. Dude, she would roll up there with her little blue van, and I would wait until Gross went to go take a shower, and then I would jump through the window, and I would run out there to my boss's van. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she would have, like, the side door open. I could see her, this, like, tiny little woman driving the getaway van, honking at Alana, jump in, we're leaving. (laughs) 
Alana half out of the van as she takes off driving. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I mean, we had bad days too. Um, we really did. Like we would get, there would be days that we would get into it. And me and Gross broke up at one point and I moved back home for like a week. And then me and Gross made up. And I remember I told my mom, I'm moving back in with Gross and you can't stop me. And my mom got so mad that I was literally standing outside. And I don't know if other listeners have this toxic relationship with their mothers, but my mom was that strong like i said latina woman and so when she was gonna beat your ass she beat your ass and i remember i went outside to go say bye to my grandpa and my stepdad and i was like okay i'm moving back in with gross like he's gonna be here in a little bit to come pick me up and as i'm talking to them this lady comes from behind me grabs me by my hair and starts fucking hitting me because she was like you're stupid like how are you gonna go back with him and she was like you're not leaving she's like you want to be dumb i'm gonna show you dumb and then i remember i was like mom like stop hitting me like i'm not gonna fight you back She's like, no, fight me, fight me. And then uh, she was chasing me around the backyard. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm just going to get my stuff and go. She was like, no, I bought all that stuff. You're not taking it. And I was like, that's fine, but at least give me my straightener. And she wouldn't give me my straightener. And so, like I said, she was chasing me, trying to beat my ass. And I run out in the middle of the street and I call Guillermo. I'm just like crying. Sobbing. She's hysteric about this. She's crying because she's out there in the middle of the street and then calls me because she's just like I just want to leave and then I she won't give me my things and come to find out that it's mostly for a hair straightener it was I was obsessed with my straightener she wouldn't give it back to me I didn't give a fuck about my shoes I didn't give a fuck about my clothes but she wouldn't give me my straightener and I remember I, I was on the phone with Guillermo literally standing in the middle of the fucking street crying and like yelling and being like she's psycho and I was like and I remember telling Guillermo I was like I want to leave I was like come get me and I was like I don't want to be here and Guillermo was like uh I can't go get yeah, you yeah that's not happening <laughs> <laughs> and like ended up getting my straightener and i ended up moving back in with gross and we made up after that but i mean that lady was it, definitely something else you guys didn't stay mad at each other long we didn't it was like fight 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 and then hours later most of the time we were fine yeah she would get on my nerves <laughs> she would get on my nerves but i mean all of us had a very close connection with her, you know, and I think that was for, I could speak on behalf of my siblings and I, that even when we fought with her, we we made up. We would always make up and she would always make it a point to reach out and to make sure that, you know, we were still good or if we needed anything, you know, especially when it came to the kids. And um, that's what I miss about her the most. Um, do you remember the passing? I wasn't in town, I believe. I think I was out of state when it happened. Were you living in Cancun? I believe so. And, um, which is kind of out of nowhere because you never really, like, I don't think you ever really said anything, like, prior to. And then I found out and I was just like, how or what happened? Why? What's going on? I, like, I, I didn't really know what was happening. And then, Did um, you see it on, like, a Facebook? Yeah. I think you had to get post about it on Facebook because I wasn't. We were talking, but wasn't, like, everyday talking. Mm -hmm. So it was, it, the kid just kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. And then I found out. She passed away at the end of February. I know she was in her 40s. It was a very sudden passing. To me, like I like I mentioned in episode two, my family has always been very superstitious of, like I said, signs and angels and demons and things like that. Like we're very superstitious. So my mom's favorite thing was to have the four of us all together. It was always the four of us all together. And I don't, were, you, were you ever like around the four of us? Um... 
just I think at the at that party uh, where we finally saw everybody, but I I don't think I ever caught all four of y'all together. It was either like you, my sister, your sister, and your my younger your brother. younger brother, or your older brother and you and your younger brother. So it was rare that we were all four of us together. I mean, and, and it's because we were all going through our own things in life. I mean, we're all we were young, and so we thought we were big shit. And we were doing our own thing, and we knew everything. And um, but it, you know. She loved having the four of us. And at that point in, in our lives, we were all actually going through something. And um, we happened to all move in together into a house. Like we all, all four of us with our kids, we all moved together in one house. And she actually went to go move with her boyfriend out in Mesquite. And um, I remember I had gotten into it with Bentley's dad. And that night I went to dinner and um, we had got, I, I was at On the Border. And then his dad, was like feeding me bullshit of like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to cheat on you and they shut the fuck up and ordered me some nachos and we're waiting for food and then that's when my sister called me she's like you need to get home like now and i remember i went home and she was like i was waiting for everybody to be together to listen to the voicemail because i can't do it on my own come to find out my mother was in icu my little brother was working we showed up to the hospital and then uh, once we got there my uh uh, we saw basically we saw the condition she was in and they were basically saying that there was going to be a 50 50 if she made it or she 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 was going to pass and my brother my little brother ended up getting out of work he got to the hospital and as soon as he said his goodbyes maybe like a few minutes later she they came in and they pronounced that she was gone and again it's just so weird to me because of how we all four of us were living together in that moment and then when we all went to the hospital to go check on her to you know be there with her it was me and my older two siblings the only one that was missing was my younger one and she was still responding the entire time and it wasn't until my little brother got there got to see her got to talk to her and not even that long after she they came in and they pronounced it and so to me like i said it was just weird so this I still can't explain it that it's just weird to me weird timing how we were all going through something in life we're living together and then she waited until the last one was there and then she let go so you know it's been 11 years since then and like I said I definitely miss her you know I I look at my family that I have which is but I when I can say my family is meaning me and my siblings and our kids like we created such a strong bond because of her and inside all of us lives a little piece of her differently you know yeah definitely like we all carry a different piece of her and you put us all together and it's it's insane and you know like i said we fight but we're always drawn together because of her you know until this day we we try to keep her her memory living on with the with how we are with our kids with the traditions that we do you know making special dishes like enchiladas (laughs) did you ever eat her enchiladas I don't think so. My mom always made like these Tex-Mex cheese, chili cheese enchiladas. So, you know, we still cook those to these days. <gasps> you know what? No, I think I did. did I think you? I did get to have dinner once there. Yeah, they were pretty bomb from what I can remember. But then like, you know, you're in a new environment, so you don't want to eat a lot. But, you know, Low key, you're like, it's just so hungry. <laughs> <laughs>
I was like, dang. Or when she would make her tortillas, the homemade I did get tortillas. to have those, yes. I think I would fight you. Those are really bomb. Keep in mind, Guillermo is my best friend, but even when he was at my house, if my mother was making tortillas and she gave Guillermo the first fresh tortilla, I low-key was pissed. I was pissed. Like, at that moment, I was like, who the fuck are you and why are you in my house? <laughs> but then, you know, I got the one and then here comes Alana behind me with, like, two. Yeah, I, I had like, to, like, what up him because <laughs> <laughs> my tortillas she made those for me Loki she didn't make them for me she made them for my step I, I remember she would sit there she would favor him over me and I would be bad you know like, like who came out of your cooter I did <laughs> so like I said this I wanted to definitely discuss her today and make sure that you know we said a little something special I didn't want to go too much on her passing because it's still a sore subject for all of us even though with it being like 11 years this year you know um it's just always important to not to mourn the loss but to you know enjoy the life and to remember the good times rather than the bad or you know the times when she did pass because it's ultimately something you can't change so why not remember her as when she was happy and here and uh rather than just dwell on on the sadness yeah and that's it that's exactly right like those memories will always cherish we'll always keep those forever i kind of wish like we had phones like we did back in the day or like we do now i wish we had those back in the day because i mean you know how many snapchats i would have had <laughs> of her and my grandpa like fighting of oh, right right in her face because she doesn't know where to hold the camera that's <laughs> You know, the old people holding the camera where it's so close to their face. Do you remember, were you ever her Facebook friend? And she would upload, like, these cringy photos. I'm like, Ma, stop. <laughs> or she would, dude, we would be at school and she would be messaging me. And she would be like, Lana, how do I get into my Facebook? What's my password? I need you to come home and fix it. I can't get into my email. And I'm like, Mom, I'm trying to get my education. <laughs> and she would make me go home, but you know yeah it's it's definitely something that it's it's it will always be a sore a sore spot but we're kicking and like i said we're living on through through our kids and we're keeping her memory alive and you know i i look at how i am with my son and yeah i don't know how the hell she did it i don't i really don't you know i kind of wish that she was still here to take over because i'm like fuck that like he drives me insane and sometimes I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. Here, Bentley, we're going to Grandma's. Would, Pack a bag. I, I would leave it there. <laughs> I'll abandon him. <laughs> no, we're not going to abandon anybody. But Yeah, so this episode was definitely a, a special one for me. And I'm glad that, you know, Guillermo is here because he remembers her. And like I said, he got to see us full on. And just more of me getting in trouble most of the time. But... <laughs> You know, it, it was always the uh, it was never a dull moment, especially when the house would have visitors and I was there. It's like you could hear through the walls somebody get there, and then it would be them yelling, and then your mom yelling, and then Alana would run out, and I just kind of sit there in the room but listen to the entire conversation because it was so loud. And you know, and then with all the fucking dogs, yeah. <laughs> Her pack of Pomeranians, but they were so cute though. More than that, we had dogs everywhere. Oh yeah, because your younger brother had two other dogs. And then I had mine. Yeah. She had the big black dog. Uh huh. And then she had the little Pomeranians, and then mm -hmm. she had the little Chewinies. Yes. And then we had birds. And she could have a rabbit at one point. We had two rabbits. Yes. Adrian and Rocky. <laughs> 
And then were you there? Were you there for the hamsters? I don't think so. Yes, because she had them in a room, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did get to go back. That was that Alka Seltzer day because she tried to give it to me in the room at first. And the hamsters. And the hamsters are in there. So I was looking at the hamsters. And they were multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had to go like I don't know like we be free hamsters <laughs> we had to go I think we sold them or something because they just kept multiplying and we kept putting them in those little balls oh my god and <laughs> plastic running balls all over the house yes but the dogs would open them and we wouldn't oh know god. what happened to the hamsters you knew what happened to those hamsters <laughs> I was in the night <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was definitely a roller coaster and I will always cherish with her. So do you have any shout outs, Gabriel? Shout outs, shout out shout outs to Two Broke Putas for allowing me to uh, be a part of their their journey and just watching them grow, having me here. I definitely appreciate it. Getting to see behind the scenes. So shout yeah. out to them. Very nice little layout. <laughs> <laughs> it is so fancy. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to my family. Um, you know, without you guys, I don't know what I would do. You guys drive me insane. And I love you. But, you know, thank you guys for listening as always. Um, definitely like and subscribe and share and um, leave us, you know, reviews on there um, for Apple Podcasts. We'll definitely appreciate it. We always see the comments and the likes and we see all of our listeners. So I love each and every one of you guys for that but we're gonna sign off and i hope you guys have a great week until next week later putas bye